Real citizens, real questions. This week, we're changing things up. Look, I get it. Not everyone listens to radio, let alone the pirate radio, and even fewer of you like calling in. That's why this week we sent one of our reporters to the Forking Streets to talk to the people of Norfolk directly about the issues facing our community. Let's dive right in. Excuse me, do you have do you have time to answer a couple questions? Yeah, okay, I guess. I guess. Sure, yeah, why not? Yeah, yeah, what's uh, up? Sure. If, if it's quick? Absolutely. Oh, well, sure. Um, yeah, I'll make it quick, don't worry. Would you mind introducing yourself, just, just for the recorder here? I didn't steal anything off of no trucks, okay? Let's get that clear up front. I'm Damian Murphy, uh, local 403 represent. Uh, you know, I, I do shipping and receiving. There's three primary candidates for the upcoming mayoral election in the city. Political commentator and former head of Norfolk Transportation, Nort Port, myriad social media influencer, Glimmer, and infamous bureaucrat, Berg Bergson. Will you be voting for one of them? Or if not, is there someone else you'd like to see elected? Well, you know, it's kind of hard to, to take any of those seriously. Like, you know, like, what's Berk, Berkman, like, working for a bureaucracy? Like, that's, that's too much onomatopoeia, you know? You, you just can't trust that. And then you got Glimmer. Like, nobody's seen her on film. What is that? Is she a ghost? You know, is it CGI? You just, you can't trust it. And then, uh, who's the other one? Not fuck? What's his name? Hey, I guess we watch different news, because I ain't never heard of him. This guy, I met him at a club. Uh, his name's Carmichael? Pretty nice guy. Like, I know there's, like, lots of, like, rumors floating around, like, you know, he's a vampire or some shit like that. I don't know. You know, it, that kind of stuff, it didn't bother me before the video, and then after, you know, I just, it's, it's whatever. Yeah, no, I think Carmichael would be, uh, be a pretty good mayor. I mean. Hi, I'm Izzy Domo. Um, I am, you know, a scout, and that's all you need to know about me, you know? <sighs> Who would I vote for out of those three? That's a really hard question for me because, like, frankly, I don't give a fuck about Glimmer. So, oh, wait, so I'm sorry. I should have said a naughty word. So, yeah, I don't really care about her. I, I know a lot of people at the school do, but I just find her a little um, irresponsible, you know? I don't know who this Nortport guy is, but I don't know. His name seems kind of cool. Um, I don't know much about him. I go to school with someone who was kind of campaigning. I think her name is Anita Abramson. Uh, yeah, they call me Big George. Yeah, keep me uh, separate from uh, Little George. There's a couple of Georges. I'd say I'm an aspiring member of the Dark Abbey. There's basically kind of no point to you even asking me this question because Glimmer is going to be the next mayor of Norfolk. And there is no truth to the to the rumors of any kind of connection to anybody who isn't good or cool or the best. Yes, my name's Earl. Uh, Earl, Earl Mathers. I'm a foreman here at RPI. Well, I mean, I'm not so much a fan of Norport. Uh, he's got a little bit of... I don't know, he seems a little... Seems a little dodgy to me. Uh, Berg Bergson, straight shooter, definitely appeals to me, uh, but... I mean, of course, Glimmer's not on my radar. Uh, <laughs> look at me, I'm a blue-collar... Blue-collar guy. Uh, not so much into the social media thing. I don't know, right now I'm undecided. I'm... We'll just stick with Gavin. 
I'm sure they're all real, like, nice, um, fine people with uh, no other reasons to want political power and stuff, though. I mean, I do think that, you know, myriads probably just need a little bit more uh, uh, support and maybe, but also, maybe not. Who knows? It's okay. And I have no opinions whatsoever upon possible vampires. I'm sure protection is really nice and it's nothing to worry about. So um, everything's great. My name is uh, Davis. I'm a local astronomer. Do you think you could do me a favor and uh, strike my last name from the record for this? I honestly don't know really what would make a good option at this point. Bergton, it's... Uh, something about them just doesn't sit right with me. You can call me Manny. I'm not going to go any further because there are people that are definitely looking for me. But uh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, brick, a bricklayer. You know, it, it, it's a tough choice. I'm going to be completely honest with you because, I mean, I mean, Berg, Berg is out. Glimmer... I gotta be honest with you, I, I kind of want to see something different, but, you know, just because you're an influencer and just because you've got a following doesn't necessarily mean that you're good for the job, you know? If if Glimmer could, you know, come out and talk about bringing art back to the world, bringing bar, uh, out of the sewers, out of the uh, the underpasses, I mean, she'd get my vote. I, 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 I want to say, I want to say Marlowe, but, I mean, that's not going to happen. I'm um, I'm Annabelle Watkins. Um, I'm uh, I don't know what you need. Um, I'm I'm 28. I work at RPI. Uh, um, I'm I'm Mr. Caldera's executive assistant. Uh, I'm just on my way to get coffee right now. I mean, I guess if I had to vote today, I would probably vote for Glimmer. Um, I I really I have a lot of respect for what she does. Um, I think she's she's. Um, I think she has sort of a good social conscience, and um, I think she's good for for myriad visibility. Um, oh gosh, that's sort of I guess that's a little bit awkward to say about her the visibility thing. I didn't mean that wasn't um, that wasn't supposed to be a joke. I just um, can you cut that out? What about Nort Port's hot mic? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no 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 no, that's easy. No listen, no you'll. You're just gonna let me talk about my book for a couple of minutes. Uh, you know, tell me, um, uh, ask me about Rick Danger or something, um, and then uh, you know, we'll come in, give a a little nudge to some of your ratings here and there, and uh, we can see if we can get you into a better time slot and me into a better prime spot. You know, you know what I'm saying? All right, Rick Danger is the day then. By the way, please don't screw that up. <laughs> Norport asking for favors and stuff it's on par with what i expect oh man that that recording was really awesome oh man he just like really said the, the quiet part out loud you know i think it if if it wasn't already in the bag for glimmer it sure would be now does not surprise me does it surprise you just i mean you don't need a leaked audio when you see someone you know you just kind of get a feeling you know oh um I, I mean, I hadn't seen that, honestly. But um, yeah, kickbacks sound sound bad. Um, yeah, if Nortport is is doing kickbacks to 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 get positive coverage, I'm I'm definitely against that. People should be um, judged fairly by the media for for what they're actually doing, not not try to sway it or anything. What do you make of allegations that Glimmer's campaign is being funded by? Carmichael. I wouldn't put stock in that. I, 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 I don't think. I don't think there's anything um, to those allegations. And even if there were, I, I don't think it's really my business. Um, 
um, I, I mean, people people think all kinds of things about myriads, right? And and some 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 are bad, and some and some of us are good, and and I think most are um, are sort of a little bit of of both, like like anybody else. And I I think that's probably true of Carmichael. How do people feel about Carmichael himself? Well, I find him appealingly terrifying. I've gotten to meet Carmichael a couple of times, and he was very nice. There's a group that's dubbed itself the Community Watch that has been prowling the streets of Norfolk the last couple of months, and they're rumored to have a close relationship with the Dreadringers. Have you had any interactions with them? Anyone who sort of posits themselves as, like, Neighborhood Watch, I sort of file into a narc-adjacent folder. So, immortal or not, if you're trying to, like do a bunch of stuff with rules. I'm kind of not about it, you know? They, they're bad people. They're scary people. My friends and I, we did something we probably weren't supposed to. And when we went to the place where we went to, we found a, a vampire who had been tied up by one of those Dreadringer people. Yeah, it was really scary. And there was a big hole where they came from, I guess. A business with wonderful flowers going up in flames with possibility of arson and dead bodies outside. I have worries. I don't know. Some people seem sort of scared of them, but I've I've only had good experiences so far. When it comes to the with Carmichael and his uh, construction projects, I don't know if they're pulling the right permits. Um, I don't know. This neighborhood watch thing seems a little overreaching. So I think some folks just need to you know, let the cops do their jobs. They're the ones watching the streets. I don't know about all this myriad business. Speaking of things people may or may not be scared of, what do you think of the vigilante, the cryptid, who's been seen around Norfolk in the city? You know, that's uh, that's a great question. It is a, uh, a what, what I like to call a moral quandary, right? While on one hand, seeing some people that are able to get away from you know, uh, crimes and get away with things that they wouldn't normally, normal folk would be able to get away from. Finally seeing justice for those people, yeah, it's great. At the same time, having an individual that is judge, jury, and executioner at the same time kind of leads to uh, one of those sayings, uh, 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 unlimited power equals unlimited, uh, I don't know, corruption, something like that. I don't remember what it's called, but... uh, it leads to having more issues. Maybe maybe they're solving a, a, a big problem that we have now, but they might themselves become a problem if, if they get out of hand. But um, it's, it's tough because, again, you like to see these people find the pain for crimes that they're doing. I think the cryptid is maybe a little bit scary, I guess. I mean, somebody who somebody who's like mostly out at night and conceals their identity all the time um and like seems to sort of be pretending to be a myriad i i guess i uh, that doesn't seem very kind to me it seems to be like sort of using like using fear of myriads as like a way to seem scary and that's um i think that's a little bit offensive i don't know why the cryptid is is sort of like hiding in the shadows if they if they really want to do good they should they should like show their face and and be a part of the community not be hiding all the time 
you mentioned that you are a myriad, right? How do you feel about that term? Um, I I like it. I like that it suggests the diversity of our experiences. Um, my, I mean, um, here, let me take off. Let me take off my sunglasses so you can actually see. Um, okay. Oh, your eyes. Um, yeah, they just. Um, I mean, I'm kind of. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Some people call me a married, and some people wouldn't. I guess it's. It's. I mean, I'm trying to like feel more comfortable defining myself that way because I think there's a lot of solidarity in it. Um, but you know, I guess there's sort of some debate. Um, I just. I'm sort of. I can kind of see the the past of things and um, and everything I've I've learned and read and stuff um, kind of all at the same time. Um, yeah, I mean, it's really um, it's it, that's kind of how I got the job. Actually, I have I have perfect um, I have perfect recall, um, and that's really nice for like note taking and stuff. I don't I mean I don't even really need to take notes. I just kind of sit and listen, and then whenever Mister Caldera needs something, I can just kind of recite it back to him. Um, so it's really useful for that. But um, it's been a, it you know it's um, it's been hard to like figure out how to manage it a little bit. Um, there's when I was a kid, they just thought I had ADHD, and then and like. Um, like an eye problem and then we figured out it was sort of part of the same thing i mean you know you hear stories but you know there's lots of stories out here you know i i hear stuff about you know like a like a moth band like from west virginia floating around but i ain't never seen nothing like that there's nothing nothing wrong with uh, myriads at all but also like you know myriads are like a lot they're not just like one like monolith okay like it's not just like one monolith like myriads are just like ev- like people so um it's fine, I guess. I don't know. I mean, sometimes I get bad feelings about things and I tell people about it and they don't always listen to me and then like bridges fall. But um, I think also, okay, I'm sorry, I forgot the question. Uh, just in terms of like, am I a myriad myself? Sort of not yet, I would like to say. I too am an inspiring member of that exclusive group and I too wish to be also as well a uh, part of it. Some of my friends or future friends, I would like to say, are of that persuasion. Uh, I'm Oliver Yolanka. I live here in Norfolk. I'm a Yeti. Five years ago, uh, most of us myriads were still in hiding, and our magic was something for us. And since we, since myriad law became more commonplace, we've been able to be out and open in the public and be more our full selves. Uh, I feel like that's built up our community here in Norfolk uh, in a special and interesting way. Um, But with the city coming in and and starting to um, absorb more of Norfolk, uh, we see more and more of a kind of gentrification of our area. Uh, I think it's important that as a, a small community culture, we... We look towards what what are the keystones that we have here. Uh, I can go down to the Spudnut shop and say hello to Ben and Dave, who have been running it for 20 years, and still say, like, hey, can I get a box a dozen to bring out to my kids in my kindergarten class? That's something that you can't buy with big dollars. Yeah, I think that this, the city needs to stay in the city and we need to stay where we're at and kind of just get better and cooler and the best more in terms of just like industrialization and citification. I'm not about it. 
Norfolk uh, is its own thing and it should continue to being its own own thing. But um, also, this is public. But also, I, it's fine. So I have no grand opinions. The city's fine. And uh, vampires seem like real nice folks that you don't have to worry about at all. So don't come and visit me. I mean, I feel like it's always been there, you know, just kind of like stalking it, like, you know, waiting in an alley, waiting to beat the crap out of you with a wood and stick. But not everyone felt the same way. Look, Norfolk, it's a suburb, right? I mean, let's be real. Like, I, I, a long time ago, I grew up in a real small town that had a real personality, had a real downtown, um, you know, historic square. Uh, it had good people who really cared about the community. Um, Norfolk has nothing to lose by companies like RPI coming in and uh, improving things and everything to gain. Uh, uh, the city is a well-built city and you know despite despite all the uh you know oversight and overreach um i think that norfolk i think norfolk's had in uh, headed in a great direction how long have you lived in norfolk well i just came over came over pretty recently with the contract um from the city of course so. the closure of the high school has been a flashpoint issue for many norfolk residents the Norfolk High School closed down a few years ago, and there's been some attempts by local activists to revive it, partly because the kids who were forced to go to the city high school instead of the Norfolk High School have claimed that they've come down with some sort of magical illness. What do you make of those claims, and what do you think should be done about the high school? Raina Germain, Norfolk born and raised, uh, she, her. Yeah, I heard about that magical illness. I mean, I don't know what's going on there. I, I, it could it could be totally be true. I have no reason to doubt it. Um, I think we'll be fine though. We honestly have pretty good, uh, you know, medical uh, support in in Norfolk, and you know, we we, we kind of stay stay in inside a lot, or, you know, within Norfolk a lot. So I think we'll be able to contain whatever's going on and work through it. We're we're, we're strong. I don't mind going to the city, but I think I'd rather um, I, I'd rather go somewhere closer to Norfolk. I've always liked it better here. But I've seen people getting sick. I I just haven't gotten sick. Yeah, I mean, the closing of the old high school was uh, was a shame. Um, High schools are part of the lifeblood of a community. It's where our young people learn to socialize and gather and and get to know each other. I think it would be wonderful to uh, bring that back Uh, so our local community feels like it has more of a home there. Communities need their own ideas and they need to protect themselves and sometimes uh, being swallowed up by something larger than that, uh, that could be a sickness in and of itself, right? Uh, I'm still teaching here in Norfolk uh, over at uh, Northeast Elementary. That's uh, where I uh, decided to send my kids to school and it's nice to be able to be involved with the people who are seeing them every day. Uh, being able to see those kids and be a part of their lives is uh, a really important thing to me. The closure of the high school is essentially a tragedy at this point. It's You can't cut off people's access to education. Without good education, you don't get things like good astronomers and the world needs more good astronomers. It's I don't know if any of the people running for election and such, I don't know what their stances are fully on the school itself and the attempts to bring it back. 
I would be more inclined towards a candidate that wants to bring it back. Oh, I mean, it, it broke my damn heart. You know, I, I, I went to there. You know, I was a Norfolk. Uh, you know, I, I graduated from there. And, you know, I, you know, it's, it's part of the community. You know, it's our future. And I was a part of, you know, uh, not an active part, but, you know, I was I was very vocal in my support back then that, uh, you know, we should reopen the, the high school. You know, it was it was crap that they shut it down and it's, you know, crap that it stays shut down. I feel like with the high school closing, it's sort of like high school is kind of getting back at me for dropping out of it. I can't say as I miss the, the high school, but I guess for kids who are into that sort of thing, they'd probably rather be in like a school than have a disease. It seems like a weird choice if you ask me, but I'd probably pick school over disease, I guess, is my answer. <laughs> well, activists, you know, I don't know. I feel like uh, activists these days, they just, uh, they don't know the right way, the right way to protest, you see. Um, I don't know much about the high school. I lived in the city at the time. Um, I certainly do remember a little bit about, you know, these uh, these kids coming into the cities and the, you know, to the city school. But, um, you know, I don't know. I mean, the magic stuff... Uh, you don't want to mess with that. And if they did by closing the school, then, well, shoot, maybe they should reevaluate reevaluate things. They're out protesting too much. Maybe they should get a job, you know, work construction, see what it's like to actually put some grease on your elbows. Honestly, the funding is probably there. It just, it was just probably going to the wrong people, you know? I have never had any problems in the city um, or any of the like municipal buildings when I go there. Um, but I, I, I mean, I believe other people's experiences and if they're, maybe it's like, I mean, some is, you know, if you heard of like sick building syndrome, it's a thing where like there's mold, sometimes there's like mold or, um, or like off gassing from, um, from building materials that can be in buildings. And some people are just really sensitive to it. Um, it's why RPI doesn't use any of it. Um, we use we use only materials that have been um, certified to be to be free of that off gassing, um, to reduce any potential harm to anybody. Um, but you know, so sometimes people are just really sensitive to it. And if there are kids that are that are being made sick, then I mean, obviously they shouldn't have to go to that school. And it seems most reasonable to me that that the school here be reopened. Um, I mean, the school should definitely be used for something, though, right? If it's not being um, I mean, right now, it's just like, I mean, some community groups and stuff, which is important. Don't get me wrong. And I've gone to the Myriad support group a couple times. Um, um, but yeah, I, I would support reopening it, I think. Is there anything you're looking forward to during the upcoming holiday season? Yes. Okay. Everything's lit up. It's amazing. Trees, giant lights everywhere. And everyone's okay. Everyone's okay if you get like really close and like maybe just like look at that Christmas tree like really, really closely. And it's like really cool. And then you can't leave until someone turns it off. That's a lot more socially acceptable at the holidays. Uh, well, the holidays are a little hard sometimes. <laughs> You know, because of my brother. I'm, I'm hoping maybe that mom and dad are, are going to be in better spirits, you know? Looking forward to snow in Norfolk. That's going to be uh, quite a sight. Maybe I'll take some kids out and we'll build snowmen. 
the upcoming holiday season, I'm very much looking forward to the lights because it always looks pretty around here. Um, at the same time, it's a double-edged sword because more lights equals more light pollution equals harder to see the stars. Oh, I just remember the town concerts. Usually there is a town concert that happens um, in the zebra area that's slightly outside of town. It's phenomenal music. I'm very much looking forward to that. Looking forward to over the holiday season. Yeah, hella eggnog. Just gobs of it. Yeah. Up until recently, my main hookup was probably the Stinky Walrus, RIP. But uh, lately, I've been looking into uh, home brewing, I guess you'd say. It has not been going well. Turns out it's it's fewer eggs than you would think. They should call it Nog Egg, really, if, that's, if you put it in the order of the things that it should be in. Happy holidays um, on behalf of of myself and the whole RPI family and and um, I wish everybody a happy new year and 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 go vote is there anything else you'd like to say to the people of Norfolk uh, yes two things one beware Norfolk horrible things are coming so safe Gavin flurry okay sometimes I have to do that and it's not something I like doing but I have to okay and also two don't make this public okay Give me the recorder. Give me that recorder right now. Come on, give it to me. Give it to me. No, no. Well, uh, if anyone wants to, I think they should join the Scouts. It's a really good program, and it looks really good on your transcripts for colleges. I had to do uh, geology for a badge. And you know, when I was doing that, I found out these little rocks that are everywhere in Norfolk, but they're not in a lot of other places called fog petals. I just think it's neat that we have our own unique rock. Keep an eye on your neighbor. For the simple sake of nobody's going to protect us but us. So the society itself, um, well, just, you know, we are mostly amateurs when it comes to being astronomers. We do have the fortunate thing of there being members within the society who, among their specialities, um, I know we have one person who's really good at, it's not controlling the clouds, but they're able to, like, put a good amount of wind into the air that can push the clouds away so that at just the right times, you get those really, really nice, clear skies. Um, there's another person who I won't say they were messing with us, but they were kind of testing us, like adding extra stars into the sky. It was a little bit annoying. I'm not going to lie. But it was, oh, it was a great light show. I guess to the people of Norfolk, I would just say uh, go arrest yourselves, uh, glimmer for mayor, uh, and bring back the stinky walrus. Norfolk, uh, you know, RPI, that's your company. You want us building your buildings because you want your buildings to be safe, built right, built smart. Appreciate the ground you walk on. Literally, because the brickwork is really good. All right, I'm done. I'm done with the brickwork. Everyone can agree on one thing. Get rid of cops. I guess if the police were actually protecting people, it'd be great, but they don't seem to be. But also, I'm not saying anything against the police or anything. It's okay. I'm pretty good at avoiding trouble because I can kind of sense when it's going to happen. But um, no opinion. The uptick in police activity has been unsettling, I would say. I'm going to tell you something about police. They're class traders. That's that's like at the end of the day, that's really what they are. They are working for another group of people that pay them money. Until the, you have people that are out here able to helping a community and not getting paid to hinder a community, 
then you can you can bring in real change and solve real issues. But when your job is to go out and just punish people, and the fact that so many punishments are a, a, a monetary fee instead of you know community service or helping other people, or even your requirement for for punishment is to get this problem fixed, and we're going to put the money in which we have to help you uh, fix that problem. Like parking tickets, bullshit. Until you have a community in which can help each other, cops are just out there to just make things worse. There you have it. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in two weeks. Joining me now is local political correspondent Nort Port. Nort, it's a pleasure to have you back in the studio. Oh, you know, the pleasure's all mine. Nort, I have to say, uh, people have been talking about those new incisors. Oh, well, you know, I was hoping today that we could uh, get back, uh, get past appearances here. You know, I I, I was a little self-conscious about some chips in my teeth from when I was a little youngin'. Uh, you know, we all heard the story of me falling off the water tower when I was a little kiddo right after my. Oh, yes. We've all heard the story at the studio yeah, right after those permanents came in. It's always right after, isn't it? So uh, I finally did something about it. And, you know, it would be my preference if we could move on past that. It's a little insecurity of mine. Of course. Turning now to the current mayoral election, Nort. People are saying there's three primary candidates uh, up for the, the the mayorship, and your name is being floated amongst them. Oh, I mean, I'm blushing. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, I honestly, I never really saw myself as, a, you know, someone taking the charge around here, but I have lived here all my life. So, you know, it could it could mean something. I could be doing something, but uh, it's really up to the people. I mean, that's the wonderful thing about a mayoral race, isn't it? It is. Democracy at work. Nort, if you were elected mayor, what would be your first policy? Well, first of all, I I think we would just have to start cutting through the red tape here. You know, all all the wonderful things that are being done in, in, in the town. And not just coming from the city, there's a lot of people here in the town that are trying to get things done that just can't seem to do it. I mean, you heard about the hospital. Of course. That we were uh, building here. Yeah. I mean, our our very own Alexi and, and everyone here in town were trying to get something done. And you know what? <laughs> Bureaucracy. Red tape. I mean, it's it's affecting all of us. I think we can all agree that more good could be done on both sides if we could really just... Cut through all the, you know, can I say crap on here? Oh, of course. Well, then, well, here, cut through all the malarkey, you know? Nort, some people have raised concerns about what appears to be a close relationship between you and city socialite Carmichael. What do you have to say to those allegations? Oh, I mean, heaven forbid somebody have a close relationship with, uh, with someone that's trying to do some good. I mean, we've had some problems for a long time, far before the city was ever doing anything, even even on the outskirts of town. I I don't think we ever really recovered from the 
explosion at the mine all those years, years, years and years ago. I mean, we've done we've done what we can. We're a resilient little town here. And I just think it would be in our best interest to instead of uh, fighting the oncoming future to embrace it and and really fight to make sure that there's still a Norfolk to be here. You know, Nor, if elected mayor, you would be the first Norfolk resident to have power in the city government. What do you say to that? I think that's emblematic. <clears throat> Excuse me, I, I I need a little drink here really quick. Of course, it's it's. there's something going around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Nort like reaches past a glass of water on the on the desk in front of him and just like reaches into like a, a pocket and just like a straw comes out and Nort just like sucks from the straw. And it is a it's an opaque straw, so you can't mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. What, what's coming out of it. You can't see like maybe if the liquid was maybe red. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> really sorry about that one. No, of course. Uh, yeah, well. I think it's emblematic of sort of the the issues that we've had, uh, you know, just coming around here. I think that it's about time that somebody based in the town has a little power in the town, a little say, a little leeway, a little sway. And, and there are other... Uh, there, there's one exciting one that I could think of. I mean, if not me, you know, Glimmer. Of course, there's been something of a fur online after she announced recently that she would be seeking the mayorship. I mean, what a shame to have an entire generation of people in the town here who have no say. And finally, someone who's reaching those people. I mean, you know, maybe some of them can't vote (laughs) as it were right now, but that is the future of the town. Nort. The Community Watch in Norfolk has, uh, some say, brought stability to its streets, while others claim, well, I'll let them speak for themselves. And they cut to a clip of a few people saying some some things about the, the Community Watch that are less than uh, pleasant. What do you have to say about that? Is there should something be done about the community watch? Should it be better regulated? Should things be left perhaps to the city police? Oh, well, you know, the city police are busy. I I mean, could something be better regulated? Sure. And and Nort turns to camera. If you do not like the way that the the town watch is taking care of things, then you know what? Yeah, even if you're a youngster, even if you're someone who is not a voting age, and even if you are a voting age, I mean, voting, voting's the bare minimum. That's your civic duty. Go out and do something. Do something for your community. That's what I say. I mean, that's that's where I am. I'm trying to do something. I mean, you know, I used to work in public transportation around here. I I was. For a long time, I dedicated a a chunk of my life to making sure that people could get from point A to point B. And that's important for jobs. That's important for the economy. And those are things that can't be ignored. And right now, I I would say, you know, people at home, be the change. I think that's a powerful message. 
Nor, thank you so much for joining me here in the studio today. Would you like to take this opportunity to plug your book? Oh my gosh, yeah. So, um, this is the this book right here. It's kind of going to be on shelves this spring. So, uh, it'll be right after the winter here coming up. I, you know, need a little bit of a leeway. But this is Nortport's report sorts. I have to say I, I got an advanced copy of this book in in preparation for this interview. Nord, I got to say, I, I, I was really blown away by the political philosophy that you espouse in this in this uh, in this book right here. You know, I <laughs> I don't like to think of myself as like a philosopher or, re, you know, really political in nature at all. I mean, I'm I'm not political. I'm apolitical. You know, I. I'm just living life. I'm 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 seeing things as they're happening, and I'm I'm commenting on them. Is that political? I certainly don't think I, so. I walk into my favorite coffee shop. Am I a politician walking into the coffee shop? When I order a coffee, am I am I ordering a political coffee? You know, there there's politics around us, but but really, if all of us are living in a political system, I mean, every move we make is either political or not. And I think we would get bogged down in all of the, again, red tape. The red tape. If we thought of every transaction, every interaction, I mean, like, I don't think about my friends' politics when I ask them how they are. You know, that's for the other side to do. They do their business. They're constantly thinking about, oh, you know, I can't ask my friend how they're doing till I know how they feel about this, that, or the other thing. And I mean, that's just a... That's a critical and sad way to to move through the world. So, uh, you know, you can call this book a genius of political philosophy, sure. But I, I wouldn't call it that. I would just call it the musings of a thoughtful person just moving through our world. And there's also some um, historical fiction in there, too. Uh, there, it, the story weaves, and I'm sure you've read it, yet, so you know. Of course. The story weaves through the, this... This man who's on the cusp of, uh, you know, discovering some sci-fi elements, uh, some some there's some magic and stuff involved, too. Um, there's a little bit of destiny and um, and, you know, through all of that, uh, there, there's time. There's time to talk about the things that really matter in the world. You know, it's uh, <laughs> for us, maybe it's whether or not we're going to get to work on time. And and for Rick Danger, <laughs> maybe it's a. Uh, if he's going to get to kiss the girl or not, <laughs> you know, <laughs> of course. Well, I got to say, uh, I was I was um, particularly uh, uh, fond of the portions uh, dedicated to Rick. Yeah, I'm. you know, <laughs> I don't know if I should be saying this, but here's a little exclusive for you. Let's just say Rick Danger might not be done for now. Oh, the promise of more. Nort, is there anything else you'd like to say to the citizens of Norfolk and our great city? Nort looks directly down the barrel of the camera. Don't let me, don't let my, you know, correspondent here, don't let anybody in your life tell you how you need to feel and think. Do your research, figure things out for yourself. And if you're really thinking about the world that you're living in and the decisions and the things that happen behind the scenes for you to get to where you need to go and the things that you need done, then you will stumble into the conclusions that will lead you down the path that 
may or may not put you in a position to vote for me or some other candidate. So do your own thinking. I'm not here to do it for you. I know you're smarter than that. Inspiring words to leave on. Norkport, thank you for joining us in the studio this afternoon. We wish you all the best with the sales of Norkport's report. Uh, on shelves of of a sort. I'm of sorry, sort. the full title. Yeah, uh, we we will see that on shelves this coming spring, uh, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be right back. Oh, uh, and Rick Danger's a they them, so don't. Watch out.